Emily, I simply do not recall. But that was a great walk down memory lane. Of course. It's funny what sticks with us. Um, and that's the reason we made the Daydreamer podcast is so that we don't have to rely heavily on our memory, but more on our imagination. Really, we just make a bunch of things up. Exactly. Welcome, everyone, to the Daydreamer podcast. Welcome. Anna, can you believe it? We started a podcast. I can't believe it. It seems like we've been doing it for a while. I'm mostly just shocked that we've been so productive during our quarantine. Everyone, we've been the most productive. Did you see we're at the top of the iTunes charts and podcasts? (laughs) The top of the chart for newcomers with two tall blonde living in the Midwest? Yes. Everyone, this is our launch party, okay? This is our first official podcast that is going to be placed on a platform near you. The major streaming platforms. I mean, hopefully, if we're going to be able to get it up there. God willing. God willing. What we're going to do is we're going to tell you a little bit about Daydreamer. We're going to talk about who we are. And um, that'll kind of sum up a lot of the episode. It's going to be a little bit different than normal, but hang tight, folks. It's going to be great. Um. Really, we're just a bunch of dreamers. Anna and I have dreamt up something like this for a while now. Yeah, we've always discussed and we both really enjoy podcasts. Spoiler alert, we started like two months ago, beginning of the quarantines. A few of you listening have probably heard some episodes. Thank you Mm -hmm. for the support. And it's just been a good time. We wanted to practice before diving in officially. We got a little bit of experience under our belts. Now we're gearing up and we're ready for it. We know that life can get heavy and we want to just be a nice, fun, entertaining, uplifting little space. We really want to focus on like just things that old pals would chat about Mm -hmm. and things that we enjoy like entertainment, movies, music pop culture, and, you know, maybe like 20% of the time, some serious stuff. Yeah, I think it'd be a good mix of our personal interest and things that we're learning in our lives as daydreamers, things that have encouraged us or made us laugh, things that we, you know, just love to talk about on the day-to-day basis and would love to bring other people into. Yes, we're looking to create some community and premium content. Just give us grace in the meantime, because we know we're not quite there yet, even though we're top of the charts already. Yes, give us some grace. We know that we are the top of the charts in your hearts, but we do hope to be the (laughs) the top of the actual charts. It's a real passion project. It really is. And you know, nobody was born being a um, award-winning podcaster, so we all have to get there someday. <laughs> Usually it will be structured. Like I said, this one's a little unique. The layout will normally go, we'll do a little intro, personal updates. You'll know all of the scoop on what's going on in our lives. Then we'll probably do one to three segments, just depending on the length. Some of them will be reoccurring. Some of them might just be one-hit wonders. And we'll try to end it with a good word of encouragement. That's pretty much the gist, folks. Um, I hope you like it. Yeah, we hope you enjoy it. And uh, if you don't, don't tell us. Yes. <laughs> if you're not in our safe circles, we don't want to hear what you think. Yeah, I'm like not ready to have an internet troll yet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you don't know, Anna and I are both type nines on the Enneagram. We're just going to go ahead and be vulnerable about that. That's another reason why we named it the hashtag daydreamer, because we are very much similar in that way. And 
sometimes constructive criticism might strike a core fear in us. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but you know what? We'll try to we'll try to work through it. We can handle it. Anna, shall we break it down a little bit? Do you want to go first or do you want me to? Yeah, let's break it down. I can go first. As Emily just said, I am Anna Grace. I live in Indiana. Yes, you heard that right. Anna from Indiana. Very catchy to say. Easy to remember. I am an interior designer for my, you know, day-to-day job. I'm single. I'm 27. What else do they need to know, Emily? I'm just going to give you some three fast facts about Anna. She does have large, clear glasses with beautiful gold glitter throughout. Quite a statement piece, though you are in the design world, so maybe it's more acceptable. I don't, yeah, people make a lot of comments about them. Oftentimes, for some reason, people do not believe that they could possibly be prescription glasses. <laughs> and I feel like it's more of a personal attack. Like they're saying, <laughs> who would choose to wear gold glitter glasses every day for two years? It's just who I am, Emily. I don't know what to tell them. Uh, and then another thing, Anna loves donuts. Favorite food? Yep. I actually, yeah, I have a real passion for donuts. I was just getting a photo ready to post on Instagram of a donut oh really and I realized in my last you know 10 slides on there I had a sprinkled cupcake and then two other (laughs) sprinkled donuts it is my brand honestly it just is what it is it's my cross bear make your passion your job you know (laughs) it's your passion project (laughs) it is my Instagram bio does say design donuts at a dang good time so like donuts is like (laughs) actually a part of how I portray myself I didn't know that I didn't know it said that Wow, I need to be more attentive. Okay, and then the last thing I have on a very, very serious note, you are my creative inspiration. Wow, thank you. Anna is a creative at heart, always doing crafts, always doing fun things, hashtag daydreamer. Thank you, Emily. I do love to be creative, honestly. It's how I stay sane in life. And obviously, you guys are going to get to know Anna a lot more. More facts to come. Um, Emily, why don't you tell people about yourself? Okay, fine. I will. Um, My name is Emily. We are going by our first and middle names, okay? That's our stage names. If you don't like it, please keep listening, but... (laughs) (laughs) Please keep listening and please don't tell us you don't like it. (laughs) But we We are. are blessed with very concise double names. So Emily Page and Anna Grace truly roll off the tongue. Yes, and in our little friend group from college... There are two Annas and two Emilys, so we have to distinguish somehow, and so a lot of times we go by the middle names, and we're just going to run with it. So my name is Emily, or Emily Page, depending on how professional you want to (laughs) be. Living in Michigan, born and raised, what else? Oh, I'm a PE teacher for the next month. It's been quite the ride, uh, teaching PE online. You know, it has been fun. It's been a new challenge for you. A new challenge, but faced with bravery. (laughs) Uh, However, if you do know of any job openings coming June, please let your girl know. Emily, what kind of jobs would you be looking for? Oh, good night. Do we even want to go into... I don't even know. I don't even know. Um, I mean, actually, I do know, but I don't know what is realistic. So I think what I'm going to shoot for is just something in the interim, something that pays and... In the meantime, between the end of my teaching job and getting another part-time interim job, I might just, like, do some dog walking. You know, I was just about to say that we both 
weirdly have a lot of experience in both babysitting and pet sitting <laughs> at, a, at, at an older age. I, I love it. Hey, we're not above it. To answer your question, I'm not totally sure. I have things that I would like to do, creative things that I would like to gain more experience and learn more and dabble into. But I'm not sure if that is like tangible this summer. Again, passion projects. And everybody listening, I will be... You'll be sharing your journey. Yeah, buckle up, folks. Um, and, you know, your girl's single. I don't know if I'm ready to mingle, but Anna, maybe you can tell the kids a little bit more about me. Okay, everybody. Here are some things you, you must know about Emily. To pertinent. Really appreciate some pertinent facts. For starter, Emily is a lifelong softball player. <laughs> Big on the diamond out there. <laughs> diamond gal. <laughs> I did used to have a t-shirt that said diamonds are a girl's best friend. And it had a little girl no, on it. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> it had a little softball diamond on it. Really? That's yeah. so funny. I've never, never heard that before. Oh, yeah. It was all the rage at all of the softball tournaments when I was 12. Oh, wow. I wish you still had it. Um, yeah, Emily was a softball player in college that, you know, was a big part of our sports circuit, going to watch people we knew play sports. I would say softball is not something I love to watch, but we really love to cheer for Emily. And I was so blessed to have such a solid support system. They even made a sign, a couple signs, Mm -hmm. one of which just simply said, throw. Yep, throw, the O was a softball. Thank you for reminding me that I played softball because really it's just in the the very, very deep parts of my memory that I just a lot of times forget about. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Do we believe she could have been an Olympian if they still had it in the Olympics? 100%. Team USA, of course. Obviously. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay, the second thing you must know about Emily is this. We always say that she is known for her hair. Emily's hair is on point. Even right now, it's in a messy but it still looks nice. Also, a fun fact, we do have a lot of things in common. We both have blonde hair. We're both tall, both single. You know, a lot of things in common, but Emily does have longer hair than me. Wow, what an embarrassing fun fact, but thank you. I'm just, it's a privilege. I mean, just receive it, you know? We're never going to hang that compliment up. So you <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and um, the third fun fact, you know, takes us way, way back to the days before everyone had a smartphone. And that is that Emily was the first person I knew that had an iPhone. And I just feel like that's so iconic because now everyone has an iPhone. But like to remember the first person you knew that had an iPhone. That is such an honor for me to have that in your memory. Yeah. And before that, she had a real weird square. <laughs> it was a Sprint Lotus. I didn't even know people had Sprint phones. <laughs> oh, I only had Sprint phones. You better believe I was rocking that pink katana in high school. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's like the Sprint version of the Razor. Oh, the Razor. What a hot ticket item. I did not ever have a Razor. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It like made a real weird clicking noise. I rock that T9 texting. T9, do you think if you like if your life depended on it, you could T9 text? Yes. However, it's really hard. It was. I remember when I was first learning T9, and it was really hard for me to spell things because there's so many words or there's so many letters on each each number. Right. It's very hard for somebody with dyslexia. Yeah, it, it was hard when you did not know how to actually spell the word. But I just feel like I almost feel like it's something that we should be able to put on our resumes because it was like <laughs> another language. It was like another. It was a job skill for sure. <laughs> Microsoft Office. Um. 
Microsoft Office, Illustrator, Photoshop, T9. T9, and then, like, MySpace coding. <laughs> like, that, like, I, some, when they talk about, like, women in STEM, I feel like I should be included because we were all coding our MySpace page, honestly. But that's a story for another time. If you are curious, some other fun facts, let us know. We should get an email or something. Well, yeah, let's get an email because... A hotline. A hotline because, at least at this time, many of the listeners are people we know. And they probably could think of a bunch of other weird stuff about us that we can't remember. Totally. I think that's a great idea. I would hope that people would take the time to actually submit. Another thing, too, is we're working on an Instagram. Yes. And that direct messaging would be great. So... Everyone, you're just very much along this evolving journey mm-hmm. of the daydreamer because yes. we are we are ever so changing. We are. So please slide into our DMs. Um, we just wanted to give you a little bird's eye view of what it was like back in the day with us and how we know each other. Last weekend, we had our memories pop up on Facebook that it was six years since we graduated. Do you remember the first time we met? I think so. I remember... Our other friend, Emily, who's my roommate our freshman year, um, and I roommate for all the years, actually, but I remember that she met you, and then I think she was telling me, like, oh, there's a softball player next door. Oh, no. (laughs) And I was scared. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Please don't be offended. I literally have no recollection of meeting you guys. I just remember hanging out together. Yeah, I don't really remember the first time we met. I think I just remember that Emily met you first. It was God's divine intervention to place our rooms right next to each other. Yeah. And we would just hang out. We were obviously, it was the same dorm. So that was kind of fun. And we would do a bunch of like freshman things together. And Mm -hmm. then it just sort of evolved. And then the next year we ended up all rooming together. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we (laughs) continued to live together afterwards in a townhouse. There were six six of us total for the remaining two years, our junior and senior year. Yeah, we just slowly rolled up a big group of friends. Some things in 2014 I just wanted to kind of touch on. I wanted to bring us back down memory lane. And I found this New York Times article that kind of broke down top 10 things in 2014 and has a lot of different categories. So which one do you want to hop on first? Um, how about some pop culture? In 2014, the top 10 things that broke the internet, number one is Kim Kardashian's butt. <laughs> That's literally what it says. I think the most <laughs> iconic thing about that was all the people recreating the photo. Or like, yes. Yeah. Okay, I don't know a lot of these. One of them, it says... The sexy felon? Oh my gosh. Whoa. Oh, yeah. The guy. Yes. I know exactly. You do? Yeah. The guy that had the really hot headshot. And then everybody was like, oh, that guy is so hot. And he actually became a model when he was released. Really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is the first time I'm seeing him and wow. Wowzers. Yeah. There was like, you know, of course, everyone somehow his headshot got out there, maybe on the news or something. And then everyone was like, Oh my word, how could a felon be so good looking? (laughs) They're people too. (laughs) You're going to like this one. A video that was very um, dear to my heart, it's The Apparently Kid. Oh, I love The Apparently Kid. I watch it all the time when he was on Ellen. Oh my gosh, I love it. Apparently! Uh, Apparently, I've never been to a fair before. 
And apparently we're starting a podcast and apparently it's called Daydreamer and uh, apparently we forget what we're talking about. Uh, apparently I'm Anna and that's Emily and apparently uh, I guess people are going to listen. Uh, wow. In other hit news, the iPhone 6 was released. Oh, wow. That's all it says. I just got rid of my <laughs> iPhone 6 like last week. This is very humbling because I have an iPhone 7. I also have the iPhone 7, but just. I didn't know you got a new phone. Yes. And that's really all it has to say. Okay, the next one. Okay, Taylor Swift's new album. Which one? Have you heard of her? Uh, 1989, one of my oh. faves. I don't say that lightly. It was a great one. I certainly listened to that one a lot. It was moving. It was moving. What, are, what was the top song off of it, you think? Blank Space is my personal favorite. It's really taking everything in me not to sing these songs right now. I am looking what was on there just because. Welcome to New York. Shake it off. Yep. And blank space, bad blood, style. I, of course, love style because it was about Harry Styles. And obviously, I love that. Also, an underdog one that I loved on there is You Are in Love. Oh, a deep track, yes. That one is so good. I love that one. Okay, wow. What a time to be alive. I truly love that album. Okay. I still listen to it, um, like, maybe weekly. <laughs> yeah, I, that's certainly my Probably my favorite Taylor Swift album. I don't know. I loved Reputation, too. Bad Reputation. If you're out there trying to catch a vibe, I highly recommend the 2014 Taylor Swift release, 1989. All right. The next one is the Ice Bucket Challenge. Oh, talk about an iconic event. Did you do the Ice Bucket <laughs> No, I didn't. I didn't either. What Did it, this happen when we were actually in school? I don't think so. I think it happened afterwards. It must have, because surely we would have done something dumb. <laughs> yeah. Bucket challenge. Yeah. Um, that was pretty pertinent information, everyone. That wasn't. I surprisingly, like, as soon as you said those titles, I was there. <laughs> okay, top 10 best songs. I'm going to hit you with them fast, okay? And then you're going to tell me your t- favorite. Okay. Chandelier. See ya. Talking backwards. Real estate. Never heard it. Oh, wait, maybe I have. I'm not sure. Uh, In This House by Mr. Twin Sister. What are these? <laughs> Who's Mr. Twin <laughs> Blockbuster Night Part 1 by Run the Jewels? Question mark? <laughs> I'm skipping these because I don't know any of them. Oh, classic. Blank Space, Taylor Swift. Uh, yes. It's I like they it. knew. Um, the next one is Flawless by Beyonce and Nicki Minaj. Ooh, good one. Um, and then all the other ones that nobody's ever heard of. Wow, so interesting. It, it, it seems on brand for us that we know and like more of the songs on the bad list. Than Especially the- in college, because I feel like I was so distracted by other things that I had no idea what was going on around me. You know, I can't say that for myself because I've always liked weird stuff, but I also like the bops, you know? Right. I just feel like now I'm so much more self-aware in and your musical choices and music and movies and uh, like everything. Yeah. And honestly, I think it comes from figuring out what you like on your own because you're not surrounded by a bunch of people your age telling you mm-hmm. what's popular. Yeah. All right. Do you want to go um, movie best movies or top 10 TV shows? Let's do TV shows. Okay. One, Silicon Valley. I have never seen it, but I hear that it was really funny. I feel like it's iconic, but I, yeah, I've not watched it. But I don't think it's on any of the streaming platforms, so it's probably why I've not watched it. 
Okay, well, it was originally on HBO. Oh, well, then I could probably watch it on HBO Go. Um, Add it to the list. <laughs> thank God for quarantine. Fargo, never saw it? Nope. Um, yeah, none of these. Like, shows we were watching, but... What shows were we watching? Oh, I was knee-deep in Friday Night Lights. Ooh, yeah, Friday Night Lights. But I don't feel like I was, like, watching a lot of things that were, like, currently on. Honestly, both of us have terrible memories, and we don't recall. Emily, I simply do not recall. But that was a great walk down memory lane, because things like the apparently, apparently... Of course. It's funny what sticks with us. Um, And that's the reason we made the Daydreamer podcast is so that we don't have to rely heavily on our memory, but more on our imagination. Really, we just make a bunch of things up. Exactly. Because if you ask me what, uh, you know, I did yesterday, I do not recall, let alone what I did in 2014, other than graduate college. All right. The next segment is our word of encouragement. I think for the most time, we're going to try to keep this reoccurring. We like to end on a good note and kind of spur people on after they listen. This week, we want to talk about the Instagram account of Save With Stories. I'm sure you've seen it. All the rage. It, it is all the rage, and it is some premium content. What sparked me to talk about this, they had a featured guest on this week that was quite shocking to shocking. the world, and we'll get into that in a second. Basically, what it is... It is a charity. It's for Save the Children and No Kid Hungry. Yes. So they call it Save with Stories because you're helping both of those charities and well-known folks read stories, children's stories. And it's quite entertaining. Lots of big names. Yeah, I have to say I had not really looked at any until you sent me the one we're going to talk about. And I hmm. go back and take them all in. I am have I heavily follow Jennifer Gardner, mm-hmm. and she was the one who started all of it. Mm-hmm. They put so much content out there that it's hard to keep up. Yeah, that's not like I feel like I've seen a few, but I was just scrolling through the page and I was like, oh my goodness, there's so many. Let me name a few. I tried to name a breadth of people, not just the same type. You know, mm-hmm. obviously Jen Gardner. Kate Winslet, Jimmy Fallon, Mindy Kaling, John Hamm, Steve Carell, Lynn Manuel Miranda. That name gets me every time. A tongue twister right there. Uh, you literally don't even have to have a pause and you could just blend it and people probably think you're saying the same thing, but Lynn Manuel Miranda just sounds like <laughs> Lynn Manuel Miranda. <laughs> Kelly Rowland, Lori from Shark Tank, because I forget her last name, Jeff Bridges, Chip and Joanna Gaines, Brie Larson. Demi Lovato. Um, so those oh. are just a those are just a handful of folks, but there are so so many. It honestly, it's really encouraging mm-hmm. because the stories are so sweet, and I'm a big component of childhood stories are not just for children. Mm-hmm. That they speak to the adult. Yeah, especially kids books. I don't know what all books I've read, but I feel like a lot of kids books are about like creativity and daydreaming, things like that, that are, I think are so important for grownups to hear too. Yeah, it definitely is empowering and it gives children and adults um, a recognition of their worth and other people's worth. So there's a lot of really cute stories out there. Anytime that there are actors reading the story, obviously they really get into it. Mm -hmm. But at one point in time, I caught myself being like, are they just really trying to see who can act the best? (laughs) Is this actually just a contest? 
Are they all just like auditioning and showing off their skills? Um, nonetheless, it's really great. So let's tell them the featured guest. Go ahead. Okay. The featured guest was ex Royal Meghan Markle and Archie with a star studded filming crew of ex Prince Harry. Wait, is he still Prince or? I think he's still Prince, but he's ex His Royal Highness. Like, I don't think that he can get Prince taken away from him. The People's Prince, Harry. <laughs> yes, he was filming. You could definitely tell, especially at the end when you heard his laugh. It was so super mm-hmm. cute. Which it honestly is just fun to think about people in these like very domestic situations, like having your husband filming you re- trying to read a story to your kid. Felt like I really, especially them, because they're so private. I feel like we really got to look into their world. I feel like it was a bit of a statement. Yeah, it was a statement. Yeah, because all of um, William and Kate's kids' photos are like their official photos or like they're approved. So it was interesting to see, you know, I'm still, we're both still a little bit salty about the whole situation, but I was happy to see them. It did um, soften my bitterness a little bit. Me too. I see why they did it. I just didn't, I don't really love how they did it. Right. Not the post. I'm talking about leaving the royal family. (laughs) (laughs) We could do an entire podcast. Nonetheless, it was really great to see. And I feel like she was really sweet with Archie and really patient. And wow, that royal blood is strong. Who knew Megan was even a part of it, honestly, because he looked exactly (laughs) like Harry. Super cute, though. I do think that Archie might have been getting a little bit frustrated because that book was so confusing. (laughs) I don't know if you wrote down what it was called or not to share with the friends. It, it was it was like rabbit duck or something like that yeah. or duck rat duck rabbit and I was even confused while I was watching it. I was confused and I really love a children's book that has a good like cadence to it. You can like really bop along with what you're reading. You know, it's a bop. It's a bop. Yeah, a bop. And but this was like you really had to turn the book in all these different angles and it didn't really flow. It didn't have a good flow to it, so it was kind of. It was a unique choice, Megan. Unique choice. I would just encourage everyone to go look at those, especially that one. And maybe even donate if you feel led to. Mm-hmm. Not a sponsor. Not sponsored. <laughs> Not sponsored, okay? And, oh, and we are still waiting for our call to see if they want us to do it. Oh, our save with stories. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Megan. <laughs> no. I thought you were talking about to be the princess, the yeah, new princess. No, no we were, we were, we're waiting <laughs> to see if they want the Daydreamer podcast to do an episode of Save the Stories. I'm sure the call is scheduled. Yeah, Emily, if they asked you to read a book, what book would you read? Like, do you have a favorite kids book? Okay, yeah, my honest answer is when you give a mouth or wait, what is it called? When you give a moose a muffin, or when you give a mouse a cookie. Yeah, those are great ones. I had those on book on tape. I loved those. Oh, wow. Book on tape. Yeah. Throwback. I would read my favorite childhood book, which was called The Underwear Fair. <laughs> I never heard of such a thing. Oh, it is it was an iconic book to me. When I was in trouble, my parents would take it away because I loved it so much. That, that was a good <laughs> punishment to me. <laughs> I love a good children's book. In fact, I loved it so much. My favorite on here reposted Lily James reading a book and I was so taken by the book I actually cried it was 12 minutes long and maybe it just hit me at the right spot but I loved it so much that I ordered it on Amazon and I literally am holding the physical copy in my hands right now I would just like to encourage everyone by an excerpt from the book I cannot wait to hear and I can only imagine it was so emotional with Lily James reading it because she has such a nice voice 
Yes, it was a great voice, and she was acting, but not overacting. It was very sincere, and the story is so sweet. Can't wait to hear it. Okay, great. Let me get my place here. The book is called The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. This is in the introduction of the book. Hang tight, because it might be a little long. He's just kind of like explaining it and how it relates to real life. Mm, Okay. All these characters are different, like us. Each one of them have their own weaknesses. I can see myself in all four of them. Perhaps you can too. Their adventures happen in springtime, where one moment snow is falling and the sun shines the next, which is also a little bit like life. It can turn on a sixpence. I hope this book encourages you, perhaps to live courageously, with more kindness for yourself and for others, and to ask for help when you need it, which is always a brave thing to do. When I was making this book, I would often wonder... Who on earth am I to be doing this? But as the horse says, the truth is, everybody is winging it. So I say, spread your wings and follow your dreams. This book is one of mine. I hope you enjoy it and much love to you. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah, that's a great message, Charlie. I thought it was just pertinent for our listeners because it does talk about spreading your wings and following your dreams. Yeah, I thought it was great. I would like to read the whole book someday. I honestly, as soon as I got it, I was like, I'm going to read this book to my children. That's so nice. I will read it next time I come to your house. You can read it to me next time I come to your house. <laughs> <laughs> after, we, after we get off this podcast, I'm just going to read it to you aloud as if I'm auditioning for Save With Stories. <laughs> I, I mean, why not? I say we submit a video. As soon as Daydreamer gets an Instagram, I will pretend that I'm doing Save With Stories and we'll post it. Yeah, and I'll read the underwear affair for everybody. <laughs> Perfect. I actually memorized the underwear affair for my speech class in high school because we had to tell a story with multiple characters and I memorized it. Easy peasy. Easy. Maybe Easy. you do have a good memory. Eh, that was 10 years ago. <laughs> right. Young. All right, Anna, do you have anything else? Um, no, thanks for listening. We're excited for our podcasting journey and to see where it takes us. This was just an intro, people. Gotta start somewhere. Yes. Oh, we would also like to encourage everyone to go ahead and listen to some of our preseason episodes, which I will be uploading to all of the platforms. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some real gems in there. Yep, and I think you'll kind of get a vibe for what the show will actually be like if you listen to some of those episodes. Yep, agreed. Yes, see you next time. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. You know, a couple we just picked up from all over the place. And it's been great. The cat is meowing. I didn't hear that. I was like, is that Ugh. Gosh, I have to open the door. <laughs> and that cat is Mr. Tuck. Are you talking to our friends without me? I was just kind of letting them know what your relationship <laughs> is and what's going on. A very tumultuous relationship. That's what I said. I said she's invited him in. I don't think he wants to come. He's very confused because my parents are gone. Hashtag home alone. Home alone together. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a weird cat, but he has this weird thing where he carries this stick around in his mouth. It's like a toy stick. And he makes this really weird noise every time he carries it around. Mm -hmm. And it's like a weird meow. Like, meow. 
Yeah, it's like very, like he's claiming it or something, but he also wants you to look at it, but not to take it. <laughs> Mr. Tux has a lot of really deep emotions, and um, I don't know if we'll ever understand them. Mr. Tux is not your typical cat. Tux, if you're listening, I'm sorry. That was not on the set list. To talk and that about. <laughs> was Kitty Corner. Yeah.